I'd like to welcome you to the Jed Hughes Podcast. Each episode will feature a unique leader and will delve into the qualities that inspire greatness, galvanize organizations, and teach the next generation of aspiring leaders. Jed ran the process that resulted in the hiring of Pete Carroll, Jim Harbaugh, Andy Reid, Masai Uzuri. Now, according to Forbes, Jed is the most connected man in sports. We're fortunate today to have our guest, head coach of the University of Michigan, Jim Harbaugh, who is leading his team to an undefeated season, clashing with interstate rival, the Spartans of Michigan State in East Lansing. Coach Harbaugh talks about this season, how he's focused the team, and what they're looking to accomplish this season. Welcome, Coach Harbaugh. Welcome, friends. Uh, we're fortunate, middle of the season, and, and Michigan is uh, really playing at a high level, and we're fortunate to have their coach, uh, Jim Harbaugh, with us today. Coach, one of the things that is really remarkable about, about you, as I've gotten to know you from <laughs> when you were young and I was young, is the way you handle one game at a time. You had just taken the job at Michigan, and uh, you had lost a tough game to Michigan State. They blocked the punt right at the end of the game. And mm -hmm. came down to Florida, to IMG, to, to recruit. Unlike the other coaches that were there, you embraced all the fans. You did pictures. You, you just, you have this approach about how you handle one game at a time. Ex explain that to our audience in terms of how you're able to really stay focused and focus your team. Well, it's a lesson I was... Uh you know, taught throughout playing and uh, from Little League on, but a message that was really driven home by Dave Adolph, one of the one of the coaches uh, that I really consider a, a true mentor uh, in every way. Um, Dave Adolph coached in college football for over 20, 25 years. Also a NFL defensive coordinator and assistant coach for same amount of time, 20, 25 years. And, and Dave was the defensive coordinator for us at uh, the University of San Diego. And uh, he made a statement one time that really resonated with me. And that was, when you win a game, then you come back on Monday to do everything in your power to keep it going, to, uh, to make darn sure that 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 happens again the next week. And when you lose a game, you come back on Monday and you do everything in your power to make darn sure that never happens again. So simple, uh, like, like anything, it's, it's a simple way to look at it. Not easy. No doubt. There's, there's a lot of things, uh, you know, like, hey, go, go, go guard that man. You know, it's simple, but it's not easy. Uh, but, but something that I, I really believe is, is true and a fact. Another coach that I work with, great coach Brad Seeley, who is our special teams coordinator in San Francisco, 
you know, he, he had a, a simple way of saying it too. And that was win the next game, win the next game. And if, if that's your goal, then you're doing everything in your power. You, you have your focus on, on, on that next game being, being the most important one. And, and then I have to go with a, a Jack Harbaugh, uh, dad. Saying, my dad, uh, who, who also put it, uh, you know, very well that, Improvement will always lead to success. That 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 is the simple that's the simple theory there. And the way he would say it was better today than yesterday, better tomorrow than today. Goes in line with what Bo Schembecker would always say. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. You never say the same. So it's that it's that constant uh, constant striving for improvement to be better. Um, you know, in, in every form and fashion that you can think of. And that's what gets you out of bed every day, Jet, uh, to attack each day with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. When you de- deal with your staff, how do you set the environment for them in the culture in terms of how you want them to interact with you, with the players? What's that, what's that like? I mean, you've had a t- changeover in coaches. You lost your defensive coordinator to Buffalo. Uh, you brought in uh, your brother's uh, assistant coach to be your defensive coordinator. So talk about how you assimilate your coaches and set that, that culture that you want them that how they're going to treat their players. For example, where we are right now, where we're, where, uh, where Michigan football is, we've gone from, we weren't even ranked in the, in the top 25 to begin the season. I mean, far from it actually. And the, at this point in the season, uh, we're ranked sixth. So, uh, you know, the, the mindset, uh, the approach is, is on the next game. It's, it's to win the next game, putting the blinders on, uh, you know, that's, that's where we're at in, in the culture, in the, uh, in the season, you know, we don't have to go from six to number one, all in one week. Uh, we could go from six to five to four to three to two you know, to one. So, uh, you know, there's a, there's an immediate focus. There's a, uh, there's, there's the, the larger goals in mind, but the, the specific goal uh, is preparing ourselves to play this Saturday. When you set your staff meeting after the last game and you do your, your game reviews and so forth, do you sit in on both the offense, defense, and special teams? Or what's your, How's your focus as it relates to reviewing the game before the players see it? Uh, yeah, it's it's to watch uh, to watch all the all the football. It's uh, offense, defense, special teams. There's uh, you know there's the coordinators uh, you know have their have their marching orders, and then you know the head coach you know has to bring it all together and make sure that the team you know is in the best position to win and doesn't lose. You know, that's that's really my job, my function. Like defensive coordinator, his his job is to get them stopped and and get turnovers. Uh, offensive coordinator, you know, to move the move the put football, put points on the board, not to turn the ball over. Special teams, it's all about field position. It's all about the the starting field position and where where you where you're putting your offense and where you're where you're putting your defense and. Uh, after after each of those kick exchanges, so uh, yeah, the head coach, I'm I'm uh, I'm touching all those areas. 
So from your perspective, do you see yourself as the CEO of the football organization? I mean, there's been a time when you were involved in calling plays. Uh, now you've kind of backed off that responsibility and you've turned that over and you listen to what's going on. Do you make suggestions on all three sides of the ball? How do you, how do you stay involved and how have you kind of backed out of some of the things you naturally did? Well, the, the, the main job is to, to make sure that the team is, is playing complementary football, um, offensively, defensively, uh, and, and special teams. You know, a good good part of being the head coach is you get to you get to coach all the positions. That's what's fun. That's what you like to do the most, just coaching the team. More specifically, I mean, I get, I get involved with the the offense a lot more specifically the the quarterback position and. He's the one who touches the ball every single play. So that's where the greatest focus is. When you think about your practice schedule and how you adjust it during the course of the season, what's a normal week look like in terms of, I know they have new restrictions on terms of how much contact you can have and pads and so forth. How do you, since you're in the middle of the season, you know, work that in terms of uh, workload and so forth with your players? Once we play a game on a, on a Saturday, then uh, Sunday, the players are off. They'll watch the tape on their own through their iPad, and they'll get treatment. Monday, Monday we're back together. Uh, we have a good lift day, you know, getting the lactic acid out, uh, some movement and some, some training, uh, and, and walk through. There's also an opportunity scrimmage that we do on Monday for uh, – the guys who played in less than 10 plays in the game or didn't play in the game at all. So they're, they're uh, practicing the systems that uh, our offense and defense and special teams use not, you know, because during the week, they're going to be doing a lot of uh, scout team look, but Monday's a gr great day for the development of the, of the younger players. Uh, and then walk through with the, the players who played in the game. Tuesday is a, is a big day. Big uh, first and second down day. We looked at it that way, both offensively and defensively. We're doing punt and punt return uh, with the special teams and field goal and field goal block. Wednesday is uh, third down, short yardage, goal line, all the nickel blitzes. Thursday is uh, red zone, two-minute emphasis on the, the openers. On the, in the game, both offensively and defensively. And um, Friday is a, I don't like to say walkthrough, but more of a run through uh, of everything. First, second, third down, you know, all of the situational type of plays that have come up, could come up and uh, making sure that, uh, you know, you're take a safety, uh, your onside kick, all the, all the plays that, uh, you know, don't come up every week, but but when they do come up, you want to make sure that that uh, your team is ready for them. The situational aspects of football, you mentioned that piece of it, but do you ever do things during the course of the, the practice where you, you get your first teams out and you create a situation as a turnover, there's three minutes left in the ball game, we need to get the ball back? Or do, you, do you practice situational football on, from your perspective? Yeah, it's 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 been huge, and you know the players love it. the uh, The players love the the situations. Uh, we made a big emphasis on you, know, you really have to teach the game. And we've been doing that. Uh, we do that throughout the 
throughout training camp and, and spring ball and, 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 and hit the situations uh, weekly, usually about 15 to 20 different situations, you know, in the week. Uh, reminders, show tape of, of other games too. Uh, you know, when, when, other, when other college teams or pro teams did a situation right and, you know, where they, uh, where they, where they could have got done it better and where it really cost them as well. So um, the analytics of, 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 uh, of following all the situations is, is huge. It's, it's fun to do. And, uh, you know, something as a head coach, you have to be really dialed in. It, for example, I mean, it's, it's not a matter of, uh, you know, the analytics can tell you to go for it on fourth and one or fourth and two or fourth and four or fourth and five. That's, e that's, that's an easy part, but you know, the, the more detailed part is to make sure you got a good play. You got a good play on fourth and one, or you got a good play on fourth and two and, and be able to go out and practice it and execute it. And even to that point, uh, you know, with the, with the new rule in college football, overtime rule, the two point play is our two point menu has gone from, you know, having one two point play or two, two point plays in a game to, I mean, you have to be ready for you know, five, six, because um, it could come up in a in a game where you're in overtime and you have to have five or six two point plays. It could go to a could go to a two point shootout uh, after the second overtime. So, yeah, it's a it's a it's an amazing part. And and you talk about edges. I mean, to be to have your your coaches and your players especially dialed into all the different situational aspects in football is uh, can be a huge edge. Well, again, I appreciate you taking time during the season to come on and, and visit with us. And, uh, you know, ha having been part of Michigan and having you as the leader of the program and the face of the program, couldn't think of a, a, a better person that can take the Michigan family and, and be able to go out there each Saturday and compete for champ for a game and for the championship. So, Again, thank you for being uh, our guest, and uh, we wish you and and the and the team tremendous luck going forward in the remainder of your schedule. Appreciate it, Jed. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Coach. Thank you.